0: sky blues extra
1: hello and welcome to the first sky blues extra podcast of the new championship season Currently sponsored by shortland horn coventry's leading estate agents it's dean here to guide you through this opening episode alongside the two likely lads of andy and dave good evening chaps good evening mate Right, right let's get straight into it chaps uh, obviously an amazing result and and obviously a homecoming for the Sky Blues as well. Uh, I don't know about how you guys felt, but it just felt like a real special occasion. I've still got a few goosebumps now thinking about it, but it was a, a brilliant day back at the CBS. Um, Andy, you still buzzing about it?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Dino. Um it was the perfect day, wasn't it, in the end. In the end, after a bit of a shaky first half. But yeah. um the whole thing coming back to the stadium, um, the way we turned it around, the atmosphere from, what, 70 minutes onwards to how we pushed the team forward. Just magical, mate, and um, a special day that we
1: can remember for a long, long time. Absolutely. Dave, are you of the of the same thinking?
3: Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, firstly, obviously, it's um, it could have been a lot worse with the chap that was taken ill, but it's great to hear mm. that the club came out and, and said that um, he he's recovering and, you know, our thoughts are, are with him, and I'm sure everyone shares them sentiments. but. Mm. Just what a fantastic day Um, from start to finish. We uh, got in early down at the Sky Blue Tavern, um, which was just it's just a fantastic um, space really for Coventry fans straight up, you know, straight off the train. um, Brilliant, brilliant space. It's been really well kitted out um, and the food was was brilliant. Um, The booths with with the TV screens in for for early kickoffs are going to be, you know, superb. So. Yeah, a a fantastic day, and um, obviously really well capped off. um, You know, capped off by sitting on the floor eating Happy Shopper cheese and (laughs) chives crisps, uh, which was after Tom had a smash and grab of the Bridge Wine Stores savoury section, um, just on Fozil Road. But it really brought it home to you that football was back, and those journeys of you know sitting on the footwells of trains was just uh, you know a a great, great um, moment and. Yeah, it was it was fantastic, especially for myself who's, who've missed some of the fixtures in the past. Things like United away, you know, when when missed had scored them amazing goals. So it was nice to be a part of that one yesterday.
1: A lot of people have commented on the matchday experience being a lot better. Yeah, it felt like it, didn't it? Like you've you obviously mentioned the tavern there, but you have got the brewery as well. Yeah. Uh, the anecdote, obviously, to choose from. So. It just feels like more of an occasion now rather than just going to watch a football match.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Such a such a better atmosphere, and you know people say, don't they, about prices and stuff. But you know the queues are out the door nearly for the for the um, halftime, uh, and if we're getting crowds of 16,000 and we keep hearing that those commercial deals are beneficial, then then it, it's going to be superb this season for the club if we can keep that type of levels up for the for the whole season.
1: Obviously, before we get into the game in more detail, I just want to, you know, pay tribute to obviously the the tribute that the club put on for for George Curtis and obviously those fans that have passed away um, since that since that Ipswich game. So it was really nice to to see that happening. Um, and I'd urge everybody to go and have a look at the the commentary YouTube channel because the the tribute to all the fans who have passed is on there now. Um, and I know for one, I I saw a few familiar faces on there, so but it was nice to 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 pay tribute to those. Uh, right, let's look at the game then in a little bit more detail. Uh, Andy kicks off with those match stats, if you wouldn't mind.
2: Yeah, they were they were pretty decent in the end, Dino, um, after a shaky first half. Um, possession, we had 63% possession compared to their 37%. Um, we had 12 shots compared to their 10 and six were on target. So that's 50% uh, ratio, which is, as we, one of my book bears with last season is oh Shot to goal, uh, shot on target ratio was absolutely appalling most of the time. It was in the 20, 30%. So As I say, it's good. probably
1: one of the highest we've had, including yeah. last year.
2: It Probably, uh, bar the Millwall game, when we scored six at the end of the season, it probably was Dino. So, yeah, getting up to the 50% mark, I'm, I'm very happy with that. So, yeah, really pleased with that. Um, passing accuracy was better than theirs. We had 75% compared to theirs, 63% they had more corners than us they had five but that was probably because of their early dominance maybe in the first half i think i think we stemmed the flow of corners second half didn't we and um yellow cards we had four um compared to their one um so yeah good
1: stats i'm happy with those Dean. yeah good opening on mm. the on the stats front that's for sure uh, yeah. let's look at the lineup then dave A few obviously debutants in there including your mate simour in goal uh, obviously matson as well and, and waghorn uh, also making their debuts. Uh, what 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 was your thoughts on that? Because it was a little bit strange seeing de Costa in the right wing back role ahead of Dabo.
3: Yeah, I think that's possibly the only. Uh, thing that robin got wrong with the lineup i think they they you know they set up exactly how probably most of us expected um but that was um was a bit odd really and it, it's one of those isn't it with with rose he's missed a bit of football i know um he i think he he was he missed out on uh, the spain trip as well i think didn't he um yeah. but but for me if a player's fit enough to be on the bench they're fit enough to start and then come off, but I know there's a worry then of making an early substitution and uh, and that might be a bit of a gamble. But I just think the balance that Rose um give you know gives us and and that t- you know that team of of Rose Hyman and McFadden have, have been together for a long time now, years and years. And I just think Dabo looks a bit like a fish out of water early on, and and da Costa, um, you know, he he's a he's a bit hit or miss, sadly. Um and I think that That's you know, that was the only mate. thing that he, he got wrong really for me. Did you sorry, more miss than hit. No, I it it's a bit of an understatement.
2: Football <laughs> yeah. of intelligence of a wet fish to yeah. Costa.
1: Yeah. Do you think do you think um, chosen chose because t- of his t-tac performances t-tac last year against Forest?
2: Maybe, yeah. Good call ding. Yeah, probably um but he's just he's just not very bright is he on, on the football pitch and it's his decision work. making isn't yeah it? absolutely yeah intelligence he's got some level, really yeah. key
3: attributes his pace mm. obviously um he doesn't mind getting stuck in I, I just think he it's not like he panics it's just like he kind of just runs out of ideas and feels yeah. like he has to make that pass um mm. it's to have that confidence isn't it? to turn around and come backwards sometimes if you can't go forward yeah um and a lot of the balls yesterday, when we broke down that right-hand side, you know, you're a little bit over here. And it just has a bit of a knock-on effect, I think, with the rest of the team. Mm. Um, it's frustrating when you're trying to get going anyway. Um, mm. And you're making those sort of errors. It, it, it does frustrate, I think, the, the side.
1: Yeah. A lot of people were talking around me saying, is it maybe a translation issue with giving De Costa his instructions? Because he seemed to be like he was taking Dabo's instructions to, to sit back. In Dabo's Ooh. position, rather than actual Dabo's position at, at right wing back, he wasn't going forward at all at that. in that first twenty minutes. That was for sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: it's uh, it, it is an interesting one, but it, it, it's one that I think hopefully will be solved shortly. With with we hope um, Clark Salter has been talked about to still come. In, isn't he a, a centre back and with Rose getting up to speed as well that gives us those options for for Dabo to then go out wide which you know we saw in the second half how important and key is in that position yeah. for us so you know there's, there's there's some good news coming I think and um, you, you know as much as we all want Dacosta to do well I think he's just not quite up to the championship standard is he that that is the rest of his teammates are.
1: And Other than that, really, I think we started pretty brightly in that game. You know, we got plenty of the ball. There was space for, you know, the likes of Sheaf and, and Hamer to play a bit. But I think we looked a little bit nervous at times, especially in possession. Mm. And obviously, Ian Mattson was was in the game quite early on. Um, Andy, do you think there's a glimpse of potential there with him?
2: Yeah, he looks good. Very athletic. Um, but like you said, he was a bit nervous on the ball, get it away quite a bit. Um, but the, he looks very good going forward. Um Probably the, one of the best moves we did was when... You remember the first half when Dabo raked a ball out to him? He got the ball under and then got it in quickly. And I think the keeper gathered it. That was a really good move. Um, I thought, going back to giving the ball away a little bit, I thought both Sheaf and hamer were, were poor in the first half. Um, they gave the ball away a lot and put us under quite a lot of pressure, which was needless, to be honest. They looked a bit nervous, but... Maybe because it was the first game back at the Rico, not the Rico, sorry, CBS Arena. That's
1: that's one pound pound in the kitty. In
2: the kitty, there we go. Uh, CBS Arena. Don't sound right, though, does it? No, it doesn't. But yeah, I think maybe the occasion maybe got to them at the start of the game. But um, as we've gone to Sheaf and Hamer later, they grew into the game very well.
1: Absolutely. Um, And another two to look out for was obviously Guacarez and Waghorn, who seem to have built a partnership in pre-season, but they weren't really in it first half, Dave, were they?
3: No, I mean, the game did bypass them a little bit, um, I think, anyway, because we were struggling to to actually get a, a decent foot into it. But, you know, when you look at the stats, I was surprised to see that Waghorn was the, you know, he had the most shots out of anyone in the squad, which was only three, but it was, um, you know, only one more than a few, uh, than Jokeres and a few others. But it, it's, it's crazy to say he came off early and and um, just looked so sort of so behind the play at, at most of the times. Um I'm not sure if he's fully up to to fitness or if he's just, you know, maybe maybe he just hasn't got that sort of turn of pace which I think at times it, it showed a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, he's a new player isn't he in the squad. They've yes, they've had pre-season but as the season goes on a, a player like of his quality is is hopefully going to be a lot more, you know, uh, understanding between him and Yokeres and um I think it will be a good partnership going forward. Um but uh, they definitely struggled didn't they to get into it um which is a shame because i think waggy would have wanted to start you know hit the ground running really you think that was a lack of
2: ser- sorry dino
3: do you think that I was like this lack of service uh, yeah, yeah yeah there, there wasn't really we kept on giving service. it away
2: didn't we let's be yeah. honest
3: yeah uh, and, and actually you know jumping way forward when Walker mm. came on we started yeah, to play did, it into yeah. him and he was mm. holding it up and you just think you know was he doing a better job at, at Positionally than 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 Waghorn, or or was yeah. it just that we changed the way that we played and mm. went a little bit more direct? So, um, but it's interesting because you know Dean mentioned about a lineup. I thought the the bench looked really quite quite weak. It's quite worried really, when mm, I looked I at that that as well. yeah. on paper about who could actually make an impact. But you know, interesting enough, Walker later on did.
1: You mentioned Tyler Walker. I actually, for I was really impressed with his um his attitude actually in that second half. I thought. He done a lot more running in this game and, and battling than he did the whole of last season.
3: Yeah, and he, and, you know, and he, he he won some knockdowns, um, and that that pace of his and and, and and that that probably did put Nor, you know, Forest under quite a lot of pressure at time at a time that they were feeling it. If that makes sense, they were quite comfortable mm-hmm. in the early exchanges, but later on, obviously, it started to come a bit on top for them. And, and by having Walker and Yocarez with that pace, it, it, the press I think started to happen.
1: I know we put a question today asking people to to for some topics on on who, what to talk about this evening, and one of the one of the topics was um, our, our new goalkeeper, Cy Moore. Um, I thought he had an outstanding game. I think he looked in control every time a, a ball came into the box, and I think Andy, that's probably much needed, isn't it? After what we witnessed at times last season.
2: Yeah, well, he 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 was massively uh, helped us get the three points. Um, he made well initially he's. Command of the box was fantastic. Um, the, the, I think he came for three crosses and caught them all. So that just takes the pressure off your defence straight away. And also that save from um, from Johnson. Was it from Johnson? Because Lolly... Brennan, Brennan Johnson, Brennan, yeah. yeah Brent, he was fantastic on the day, by the way. He was looks a real prospect. Yeah. You know, he was outstanding for Lincoln last season, wasn't he, on loan? But... You know, taking after his dad, because his dad was a good player as well. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic save because if that goes in, I don't think we're winning that game. It's
3: curtains, isn't it?
1: It's curtains. Was his, was his dad Michael Johnson but the pace no, my, he had no in that goal? <laughs> he had pace though. I think it was
2: David Johnson who used to play for Forrest. But yeah, it was it was but no, what a what a spread by uh simour and um he can be very pleased with his debut. He had an outstanding game.
1: Absolutely. It's nice to have someone coming out and, and you know, grabbing crosses. Uh, taking I the pressure for, off, Dino. Yeah, I it, haven't seen that for a while.
2: A, I agree. Massive as a goalkeeper. If you can do that, it just relieves all the pressure and then you can start, you know, working your way back upfield. field.
1: It's huge. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, you mentioned Brennan Johnson. Uh, we obviously need to talk about the goal. <clears throat> Great pace from the lad. Um, I mean, Sheaf had just been booked as well, hadn't he? So he couldn't take him out. And he was pretty much a, a foot race and he was one well in control. Simple pass across the goal, and you know Lyle Taylor does what he does every time against us, and and scores. I think that's seven goals now against us, which is which so ridiculous. Annoying, he? Yeah, he is annoying. He's very annoying, but um, he knows where the goal is. That's for sure, doesn't he, Dave?
3: Yeah, exactly. And we were just playing catch up, weren't we? And we were we were behind the the play, and. Dabo, like we say, he didn't look comfortable at any time really in that that right centre back position for me. Um, position he looked a little bit out of sorts, and I think this showed. You know, although we were playing catch up, I think this showed that and, and highlighted that really that he was just a little bit positionally unaware. And we're chasing back, and yeah, a comfortable finish really. Nothing anyone could do about it once it had got to to Lyle Taylor, and yeah, he he, he adds another one in the um in in the games against the city and. You know, when will that end? Hopefully soon. But um, it didn't matter, did it? But but of course, you know, it, we have got to try and cut those out because it's always a we do give ourselves a, a bit of a mountain to climb, don't we?
1: It reminded me of one of those really sweaty FIFA goals. You know, yeah. when you just pass it across the yeah. the keep and you, you never miss. No, but it was in, it was from our
2: transition though, wasn't it, Dean? You know, Cal yeah. had it upfield. He, he lost it, ran into bodies, and. They just broke on us. I think Mattison was a little bit further upfield than he should have been. And we've got a real guard against that in future games because a lot of championship teams have got pace, haven't they? So that's one thing that we need to learn from because we don't want to be caught on the break like that again, really.
1: No, definitely not. And then the change was made at halftime. Obviously, 1-0 down at that point. Da Costa hauled off for, for Rose and a, a little switch for, for Haim as well to, to the right of the back three. But crucially, it allowed Dabo to to push forward into his natural position. Um, that was imperative, wasn't it, Andy?
2: It was, yeah, a huge change. Um, I'm a big fan of Rosie, um, I think, and also with him, it, you know, he was in and out last season through injury and whatnot. And, um, but, you know, in our season where we won the league, he was outstanding, wasn't he? He was one of our best players and there was, you know, talk about him going to Leeds. So he's definitely got potential. Uh, there's a player there, and I thought he was really outstanding coming back in. I thought he, I think he's got a point to prove. I think he wants to get back in the team. I think he believes himself. I think he's quite a confident lad in inner in confidence as well. And I think he's got a point to prove. And I think this season, I think we're going to see a good season from Rose, which is going to benefit because we need him because we're short at the back, aren't we, Dean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, I, I think another good thing that with with Michael Rose, he brings the ball out from the defence, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a good player.
2: No, no two ways about it. Um, he lacks a little bit of pace, maybe, but yeah, like you say, he's good on the ball. He puts his head where it hurts. He's, you know, he, he's good in the air. He's a fantastic footballer, and um, hopefully, now he's fit, we'll 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 get the benefit of that because I think he's a championship player, Dick. And we didn't
1: see that last year, did we? No, because he was out for no for way absolutely. too many periods of the of the season. He yeah, couldn't get run a form, could he? Uh, his form point. was
2: indifferent, you know. Ever since that, you know, he got sent off at Blackburn, didn't he, Against Blackburn early doors, yeah. and never really recovered all season, did he? Um, so, no, that's going to be a massive benefit going forward if he can keep his form going. And to get to your point about Dabo, no, you just you just saw the difference. I don't know what Robbins was thinking of playing Dabo at right centre back. I think he was watching, talking to Gareth Southgate playing Carl Walker. <laughs> then. I thought I just tried to copy him. So um but no, he looks so much more natural down the right. And it just looked the whole shape of the team looks so much better, didn't it?
1: I'd like to see Mark Robbins in a waistcoat, see how well, that yeah, works. I think he could do it, maybe could with
2: his
3: classic with his classics on. Yeah, maybe you know, yeah. Plus, plus he'd have the you know the bench coat over the top as well.
1: Of course. he's he's had another uh, rumble in the in the club shop, hasn't he? Oh yeah. He yeah. loves it. He loves Absolutely. it. He does. Yeah. He must have spent fortune in there. It's probably why well, we can make spent, some, some more signings as he said today he spent the 25 pound this club giving no he didn't
2: <laughs> yeah. that would have, <laughs> have been
3: that would have been, had to have been online my only my only little moment I can't believe that it wasn't been. you know I can't believe people have to now pay for postage to use oh Dave <laughs> That's a little moment from me. No, I'm only joking. But um, <laughs> yeah, he de- he definitely does, doesn't he? I think once a month he just goes. They just let him in there, like let him to go wild, yeah. kid like, in the sweet shop for five minutes, and he just well, goes. like a
1: supermarket sweep. Does Dale Winter yeah. turn up and Time just say, "Go, starts, go yeah. wild, <laughs> go
2: wild in the aisles."
1: <laughs> There's not many aisles in that club shop. You can, you can <laughs> hardly spoon a can there, if I'm honest.
3: But isn't it yeah. magnificent that we've got one?
1: Yes,
2: that's a positive.
1: But just what I did just... notice, if you if you see whether that's queuing up for the tickets yesterday, it goes right into where the away fans are. Oh god, um, that's not good. So it's a little bit too close to the away fans, especially like Forest. Fair play to them bringing what four and a half thousand was it, or mm. something like that. They have made a little bit of noise at at times. Um, but it, yeah, I think that you know that's probably got some question marks over the position of the shot, but that's not for us to to decide. Um, let's go back into the game. Another brilliant, obviously, part of the game was, was seeing Jody Jones come back and, and make his long-awaited return from injury. That was brilliant to see. Probably wasn't expecting to go into the left wing-back position, though, was he, Dave?
3: No. Did we go to four at the back at that point, though? And he was like a sort of floating left winger or did because he didn't seem to be doing much uh tracking back but i suppose at the at that point we had a lot of the game and we were in you know we were in Forrest's half quite a lot but i'm not sure if we we changed to a four at the back and and let him have a bit of a free role but um great isn't it isn't it fantastic and you know once he gets that confidence back i think it's going to take a bit of time but because you were sort of screaming at him to take on players yesterday, uh, and perhaps he just didn't quite have that, you know, in, in his locker. But we know he has, and and we know with with minutes on the pitch that he's going to be a great asset. And there was talk of people saying that you know maybe he should go out on loan, but I think Robbins has answered that question pretty firmly by you know bringing him on, and he was you know you know it looks like he's going to be an influential part of of, of the squad this season.
1: Be nice to see him kick on, wouldn't it, Andy? This this year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, because he's a boy that's got everything. He's got pace, can beat a man, can score a worldie. You know, he's got everything, hasn't he? And like Dave said, he just needs a game, a run of games of just to get his confidence back. And it will take time. But again, he's a championship player waiting for us. And again, someone that we didn't have last season, didn't?
1: Absolutely. I think those changes really turned the tide of the game as well, didn't it? Think, along with that incredible rendition of, of Twist and Shout, which I think went on for about 20 minutes.
3: Well, it's yeah. the reason our uh, presenter isn't here this evening, isn't he? He's lost his voice, so he, he can't join because he, he was probably, you know, singing that for 14 minutes uh, non-stop. So <laughs> I saw a
1: picture of him sticking his uh, his fingers up to a couple of 14-year-old chavs <laughs> on Forest yeah. as well, which is <laughs> nice to see. <laughs> yeah,
2: but no, get yeah, getting on to that. We seemed to push on, didn't we, from that that moment. It's like seemed to be like the crowd just seemed to take us to the big take what, take us to the equalizer, didn't it? With that, that rendition of twist and shout, which was brilliant to see. It's been sadly missed from all football grounds, and especially, obviously, our ground as well. And it just seemed to push us on. And um, and it was just
1: great when we equalised, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Before that, we we saw Sheaf hit the bar we as did. well. Lovely one-two yeah. with O'Hare, wasn't it? But yeah. he was unlucky. He was yeah. really unlucky. Talking of Sheaf,
2: and I'm going to have to pay you a compliment, Dean, um, because you said that on last week's pod, that he's very he's better going forward. And I totally agree because him going forward yesterday in the second half was just different level.
3: Yeah. you know
2: the first of it, first of it when he pinged with the outside of his boot, that was just not a sure rip.
3: he's really a defensive midfielder. No, I don't. He's definitely defensive. not.
2: And the the way he just like outside the boot when he set that chance up, not the one that hit the bar before that. And then he these link up play with Calloway for the uh, one he, he he smacked the bar. Yeah, he, he looks better in my opinion going forward.
3: Yeah, with and, the game holding back. In front of yeah, him. absolutely chasing the game. He he, he seems and yeah. I, I was going to come on to this, but but I think you know it's it's a great time to discuss it because hmm. I think I think with him and Hamer you've got engines there which is really really good and it's going to be really really key but I think they need to get that understanding of who goes and who sits Um, and a big problem you've got there at the moment is Hamer often collects the ball from deep so Mm -hmm. Sheaf is always in front of him Uh, But as we know, Hamer definitely isn't going to be sitting in and, you know, once he's passed the ball, he's going to be playing the ball. And as soon as he's played it, he'll be he'll be looking for the return or or getting Mm. himself towards the box. So I think once they get that little bit, you know, once they get that sorted out, um, because there's definitely an engine there. And I definitely think, you know, um, Sheaf, you know understand you know defensively obviously understands and i, I can't remember the stats but he, he had some um you know he was pretty high up on interceptions yesterday so he, he's obviously doing bits like that correctly mm. um but but i do agree with you that he's much better with the with the, with the game happening in front of him um mm. and, and attacking than he perhaps is defensively um a they're
2: too harsh for him wasn't it dave i thought he was poor first half but i thought second half he was brilliant
3: yeah, and you know he's always guilty of giving away a little silly foul, which then sets yeah. him up to have a bit of a tough game defense. He's on a yellow,
2: wasn't he? Yeah, yeah doesn't he everyone
3: to... do that in the team?
1: <laughs> yeah, McFadden especially. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean,
2: he's get a it out escape... early
3: so we can just worry for ninety minutes. <laughs> he's Ma- a bit of a Mathesunia. scapegoat,
1: isn't he? At times, it, it, that really annoys me because uh, we, we've got to we've got to back our team, back our players.
3: Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I look, think you... Look, you hmm, go on. No, I say, look, he 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 is a really really. Um, you know, clever footballer, intelligent footballer. Um, and, and those little give and goes, it, it, you see that he's always on the move. Uh, and, and I just think it's, it's incredible, really. And I can't, I haven't got stats for unforced errors, but, you know, yeah, we, we sit here and we say Decosta didn't have a great game. Yeah, we sit here and say Hamer lost the ball a couple of times. Um, but we don't really talk about the times that that perhaps, you know, Waghorn will will you know, unforced mm. error, give the ball away, but but Sheaf, you know, I had you know a couple of lads behind me yesterday and saying, oh, you know, I'd rather rather Doyle back and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> it, it's incredible, it's absolutely incredible. It's nice did... to hear those chants
1: behind you again, wasn't it? All those silly yeah. comments. as yeah. I've missed that. I have missed that. Yeah.
3: yeah, it was just ninety minutes of Sheaf, man. What's good, <laughs> you know? And it's like he's, you know, he's just hit the bar. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: And he bent it top bins. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and look,
3: he's he's a really intelligent footballer you don't we said it and we say it all the season you don't grow up playing for Arsenal and not learn a thing or two from from Arsene Wenger and the coaching mm. staff there and I, I think he'll turn into a really 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 good player I agree with you both about attacking I think he's much more mm. attacking minded um which doesn't mean he doesn't make a tackle um but I think that him and Hamer, until Kelly gets back in, that's something that's got to be resolved quite quickly. Um, and, and that yeah. will come from from playing together. But, you know, you're at the risk of a few times yesterday of that getting a, a, away from us and some other teams would, would punish you you know the teams at the top half of the table are going to punish you for that and they've got to quickly get that understanding because they like I say definitely got an engine there but there's got to be that understanding and, and Hamer is a bit of a you know it would have a bit of a free role really and and, and Sheaf's just probably got to sit tight a bit more.
1: Yeah definitely more to come from Ben Sheaf this season let's move on to the goals Um obviously the the first goal just Unbelievable for Mohair, wasn't it? To, to set up that chance, he sent both those defenders into, into block two. Um, albeit he made a little bit of a poor pass and a poor decision in the box, but eventually he fell to Big Vic and to fire at home. And it sent the crowd into warpshire, Andy.
2: It did. Um, can we just talk about Vic's movement for the goal? How he just pulled off. Now, that was just brilliant from Vic. I thought his movement for that. Because normally, you know, you'd think you'd go for the six yard box, wouldn't you? Because you think O'Hare, after doing that brilliant skill, At you'd probably pace, play a, drill play, it in. Yeah. Yeah, drill it in. You probably, but he was so intelligent. He was such intelligent strike play. He just held back. And that helped him get in the space he needed for the ball where it kindly fell to him. It was a bit lucky and a bit fortuitous. but his movement for that goal was absolutely outstanding. If no one's seen it, if you look at the replay on the Sky, his his movement for the goal was 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 above championship level. It was brilliant. And that what made him be in that position. Um brilliantly took home great finishing to the roof of the net. And wasn't it just great to see the sky blue army oh, go crackers in the corner? It was fantastic, wasn't it?
1: I think I've watched the videos about twenty <laughs> times today. Just the sound and stuff is yeah. just unbelievable, isn't it? Few, I think we have ret- to give few retweets on the page, uh, Dino. Yeah, you just, love to, just a few. You love to see it. <laughs> yeah, um, you do. You, you did say about it, it was it was lucky, but guess who who it ricocheted off? Ben Chief. Ben Chief in the box. There
2: you go. Yeah, don't miss Where a trick. Yeah, no, you love to yeah. see it.
1: Yeah, um, and also you say it was lucky. I think he actually twisted his foot, so it would go back into the middle of the box
2: yeah okay yeah have maybe. A, have a, have i'll look. have another look i'll
1: have a look and that will that will show that. his intelligence um yeah. but yeah from that point i mean there was only one team in it the the noise and the atmosphere was electric uh 96 minute free kick brilliant save wasn't it for the for the initial header um and obviously after a bit of pinball it it fell to fads and his shot was too hot to handle and that was the the three point secure dave
3: yeah, exactly. But yeah, you're right. Initial save was, was fantastic. Um, and I think everyone would have took a draw. Let's go home, you know, yeah. ball, you know, get the balls back in the bag and over the shoulder and off we go, take a point and go again another day. But the momentum wasn't it and the crowd really willed them on. And, and the, you know, we talk about the 12th man, but that was evident there. And and I think that's what it is. You know, you get that atmosphere and, and Forest were panicking um, in the box and it fell to fads and it was, you know, a a superb finish he kept it down and and, and then just you know after that the scenes were just biblical weren't they incredible and um, it's something that the Sky Blue Army deserve it's something the players deserve for playing for such a long time without fans Um, and you know what a really really way to cap off a a really great day and um, you know an important you know an important day in, in coventry's history at returning back at the rico now with a with a you know a long a long period there and a long contract there to to really now step on and, and, and kick on and and hopefully secure you know you know a, a championship football for for a long time and, and many years to come
1: and those were some special scenes wasn't it at the end of the game And obviously not just at the final whistle but as you're walking back to cars and and the trains or whatever it was it was just a real buzz around wasn't it it was brilliant
3: yeah, fantastic. It's just it's just so nice to see. And, and and you know, we said about the match day, but the match day experience is so much better now. And you, you've got places to go before, you've got that natural progression from perhaps the tavern or something up by the train station. You've got that then down to the Dillons by the, the you know, the ground in in Foles Hill. Um so it, it's just It's a really, really great and it was so good to see so many fans and hopefully, you know, it it couldn't have gone much better and hopefully they'll be returning because we know it's, you know, it's not, it's not cheap football, especially for the family. Um, But, but at the same time, when it gives you, when it gives you moments like that, there's there's nowhere else I think that many would would like to be and um, that's, that's uh, hopefully what we'll see throughout the, the, the season.
1: Absolutely, a brilliant start to the season for the Sky Blues. Obviously, running out eventual two-one winners in the end. Uh, let's go through the man of the matches. I'm not sure how Sky gave it to to one of the Forest players, but you know that's Sky for you. Uh, Dave, do you want to do you want to kick us off with your man of the match?
3: Yeah, I will, and I'll just I'll just jump in with a couple of the followers as well because we always put this out after the games, and I, I you know I sort of urge everyone to get involved and put your point across so we can we can share it. But um, Stuart Elson said it's hard not to pick Callow hair, but a big shout out also to Simon Moore who looked like he bosses the area really well. Um, Atkov Sid said before he scored, I would have still said McFadzine was fairly in line with him second half. He was outstanding, and then to cap his display, he only went and scored the winner. And finally, Chris Meadows, he said it was a great team performance, but Callow Hair proved today why he's too good for us. Don't tell him that though. We want to keep him. Fads was a, a rock at the back and, and then popped up to, to win it for us as well. So an honorable mention for him and amazing to see Jody Jones back. But um for me, I'm gonna go with um the same as as Kof Sid. Uh, fads for me was incredible. I know um, Andy's probably got it waiting, and he he loves a who scored rating, so I'll probably deliver that. I let him deliver that. So yeah, so 8.7 on that. That <laughs> know, well off the Richter scale on on that one. And um, but it really important was the six clearances. You know, he he, he made six clearances a game and, and, and a match winning goal. Who, who can argue really apart from Sky Sports of of McFadden as as man of the match. So Fads for me. Andy,
2: callow hair for me, Dean. I think um, his moments of brilliance, unrivalled talent, won us the game. You know, his his nutmeg on Colbeck was just filthy, and lovely to see. And that was set up the goal. That bit of magic that got us the uh, the goal for uh, Big Vic, and the way he won the free kick yeah. for the for the for the winner. Was again just quality, and I think those couple of moments of absolute above championship level quality won us the game. did
0: you're listening to Sky Blues Extra? Right,
1: let's look ahead to Wednesday nights. The first round of the Carabao Cup against. We have,
3: to. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> yeah. have you ever have you ever drank Carabao? By the way,
3: yes, right
0: yeah, up. Up it's days.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 not a it's not a great drink. I must admit. It's a lot of sugar in there. A lot of sugar. Um, but obviously, we open our account in the Cup against Northampton on Wednesday evening. Uh, they opened their account on Saturday with a, a 1-0 victory against Port Vale. Uh, league 2, Northampton, I should add. Uh, obviously, it's lower league opposition in this first round, but we should expect to comfortably beat them. But that's not how it often works in these games, does it, Andy?
2: No, because obviously, we're going to make quite a lot of changes, I would have thought. Um gives obviously different people different chances. And when that happens, especially when you play lower league, because they probably won't make as many changes, will they do? Because they'll probably look at this as a big scalp. Um they obviously won at the weekend, they beat Port Vale 1-0. Um, so they'll be buoyed by that. And because we're going to make a few changes. Um, I can see an interesting game ahead. Um, hopefully we can get through and and win the game but no it never seems to go that way especially with Koff sitting in in this cup so um, we'll have to see Dave.
1: I mean Andy alluded to it there Dave um it's probably an opportunity to to blood some youth into into the team and, and get some more match minutes into those on the on the periphery of the squad
3: yeah i mean it's definitely important to get some time into those fringe players you know players like Allen Shipley Jones even i think um Rosie uh, if he, if down. he needs minutes and, and dries down, of course. And it's important because it's not the biggest of of squads. Um, and I think, you know, with what we saw last season with so many injuries that, that everyone's got to be on the on the boil ready to go as, as soon as they can. So, but again, yeah, I'd love to see some of the other youngsters get, you know, um, Papaga. Um, you know, Tavares, some of those players as well. See them get some minutes and, and probably Wilson, you know, get some minutes into him yeah, be, between the sticks as well. He's got to
2: pay our sponsorship somehow, hasn't he, Dave? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah.
1: So, with, with the likes of Cullow Hair, would you give him a rest in this match ahead of the weekend? Yeah, I
3: wouldn't even take him. I'd l- let him get see it at home and play the PlayStation.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, predict- <laughs> predictions then. Um, let's go with you first, Dave.
3: Yeah, I must say other consoles are available. Um I think, you know, I think we should we should be winning this, um, especially at home. And I'd like to see a comfortable two nil win. Andy, you're the same thinking.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be a bit I think we'll we'll just edge it one nil Dino. I think it'll be quite tight, um, but I think we'll win it. Um uh, maybe a bit of bit of pace from Bapaga. it will be nice to see
1: him play. Absolutely. Now, I've got to give a mention to to the Cov Tweet League as well. Um, and an honourable mention to, for me got four points round one. Nice. Well, so, it, did, eh?
3: so did the Skyboots Extra. Was it good? Did, yeah. Did we? Yeah. Courtesy of, uh, <laughs> of Mr. Ward. Yeah. Oh, OK. So, um, yeah, great. It's this... a great initiative. And the dad's yeah. put a lot of hard work yeah. out, uh, fair, in. Fair play
1: to Martin for that. He does a good job. And and the guy who set up the spreadsheet as well—that's an unbelievable task.
2: Yeah,
3: and
1: getting that all automated and stuff, just an unbelievable piece of work. So fair play we'll to him. We'll have to
3: get him involved for your accounts, Dean. You know all that with all your 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 monies and that and the Mordies as well. To get him get him sorting it out.
1: Yeah, I think Wardy's got more than enough to, to sort <laughs> out uh, for him. So let's let's put a prediction then in for for the Sky Blues extra. What we're thinking—it's a it's a home win, isn't it? Yeah. I'll so, let Andy do the honours. Go on, Andy, yeah. Should we go with your 1-0? Yeah,
2: let's
1: go for that. So it's the Sky Blues Extra, 1-0 for the Tweet League.
0: You're listening to Sky Blues Extra.
1: And after what will hopefully be a positive result against Northampton in the week, uh, we're back in league action on Saturday. It's another early season trip up to Oakwell to, to play Barnsley. Uh, we had two good results against what was high-fly in Barnsley last year. And we'll be hoping for, for more of the same, Andy, won't we?
2: Yeah, we will be. Um, it's going to be a difficult game, always is. a uh, uh, Well, um, decent old-fashioned ground to go to, though, isn't it? Um, but yeah, we got a, a draw 0-0. It was that awful 0-0 that actually nothing happened in that game. It was early on in the season, Drew, if you remember right. And um,
1: I, think, I think it was the second game of the season, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, it was. And it was 0-0. It's yeah, happened no- again completely nothing happened it was just boring but but when when they came down here uh, we beat them obviously t- was it 2 was it 2-0
1: wasn't it
2: dean 2-0 2-0 yeah 2-0 so yeah um and they've lost obviously their skipper to West Brom Mowat. um that's a that's a big loss for them because obviously they were very keen keeping him. So that's going to be a big loss. And I think they drew opening day, didn't they, Dee? Is that they right? Did, yeah. And
1: yeah. another big loss is that Daryl Dyke, who they had on, on loan, who yeah. was scoring all the goals last year.
2: So, yeah, it's an opportunity for us to really build on that. Um, fantastic win on, on Sunday. So hopefully we can go there with of confidence. Maybe maybe have Bright back on the bench, because I, I thought, like you, well, we said earlier, the, our bench did look a little bit weak we get him back involved somewhere on the bench and try and get him on uh, for a few minutes that might be beneficial for us as well so um, yeah looking forward to this one Dean and hopefully we can come back with uh, with three points
1: and let's not forget Barnsley uh, operating under new management as well uh, Marcus yep. Shop is in his first season uh, in charge at, at Barnsley so a little bit of the unexpected with them, I'm sure. Uh, but as for, for us, Dave, how do you how do you expect us to approach this one? The lads should be on a high from, from Saturday.
3: Yeah, of course. Um, like Andy said, Barnsley's never a, a, an easy place to go. And we were probably quite fortunate that we cancelled each other out earlier on the season. I think at the end of the season, that looked a really good draw, didn't it? With how Barnsley. I'm not sure they're going to be as good as they were last season. Um, but they obviously picked up a decent result uh we can weekend uh Cardiff I think it was wasn't it one nil at uh, one one sorry um so you know we expect Cardiff to I think a lot of people expect them to be half decent this season so you know they've got off to a, a relevantly good start but I think I think Robbins will, will line up very similar to how he, he did when once Rose um came on I would expect that to probably be the the, the way he'd start um and yeah I, there's nothing to to fear is it it's a a nice uh trip up for the for the sky blue army as well a nice you know north, north and away day early on in the season and i'm sure they'll be in fine voice and they'll be encouraging the the lads to to go and try and get all three points but yeah really looking forward to this one um it's just yeah so good to be talking waffle on a train again isn't it for two hours while you hurtle up north um to hopefully do a smash and grab job um, if you on- bar like Capri son that bottle of Cappy Sun, yeah, and the happy shopper crisps that we probably still haven't eaten because Tom brought so many on the way back this week. So yeah, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. And I think I think we can get something out of it. Okay then. And
1: with all that in mind, what are you going for?
3: I'm gonna go for I think we can get a draw, and I think it's gonna be one all. Andy. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna go with Dave on this. I think it's gonna be a draw, but I don't think it's gonna be uh, I think it's going to be goalless, nil nil. But I do think it'll be a bit, probably a little bit more eventful than last season. And I'll take that a clean sheet away from home, especially um, after our, our away form last season.
1: Yeah, I'm with you with on that. I I I can't see either team scoring. To be honest, um, I think they will just cancel each other out. Yeah. I so agree. with with two nil nil, maybe that should be our prediction for the tweet league.
3: I think so. Outnumbered, game. so two to two to one, uh, okay. nil nil for the to the sweet league. So we'll make sure we get those two results sent over to the to the chaps um, this this evening.
1: Absolutely right, lads. Thanks very much for your input this evening. That's the first pod of the season in the bag. Uh, as always, a big thank you to our sponsor Shortland Horn for their continued support. And don't forget to get your predictions in for the Cov Tweet League this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, if you want to get involved with the conversation, check out our social channels and use the hashtag Sky Blues Extra.
0: Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues
2: Extra podcast.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.